being on some chill We go zero to a hundred real quick They be on that rap to pay the bills And now I'm fed it not even a little bit Oh lord as always, thank you, Mr. Drizzy, sincerely. Welcome back to the 0 to 100 podcast, where we dive into each jersey number in sports, 0 to 100, and talk about the greatest athletes across all sports to wear the specific number. I'm your host, Nate Rubenstein, and I'm thrilled to be joined again by my co-host, Maddie The Rock Cunningham, a.k.a. Cunning Slam. You know what it is. Maddie, how you doing? Uh, feeling pretty good. Living better. Um, we- yeah. <laughs> We've been cooped up in the den as of late, uh, right outside the district, and boy, are we excited to be back, bringing you episode two. I guess we should explain this before we get into it real quick. We yeah, did switch sure. the title of the numbers, so the first, so we're not getting confused as we move down this journey. First one, z- episode number zero, episode number one, now we're doing episode number two. So, so thank you guys for sticking along with us with that. Uh, we're going to have a special guest on today, too. The logo, the man behind the logo. Can't wait to have him on and uh, introduce you guys to him. And uh, before we dive into the jersey number two, I think it's only fair we talk about our experience with the coronavirus. I mean, we mentioned our producer, Max Har, who's in the building on the ones and twos today, experienced this early on in the virus. One of the first ones in the district to have it. Maybe in the country. Maybe in the country. Know. We, we don't know. Really but we, we have him here to talk about it. We do. Max, can you give us a little brief summary about your experience with the coronavirus, how you recovered, and uh, how we're going to move forward here? Yeah, well, first and foremost, good to be back. Episode number two, that, that brief hiatus there. I would just like to say that I made coronavirus my bitch. Uh, I'm built different. Hey. And, uh, you know, <laughs> just just took it behind the woodshed and really beat it up. Couldn't, couldn't handle my immune system, that's for sure. If you do have it, social distance yourself. Quarantine. Don't spread it to other people. We, we can't all be heroes. Uh, We're not all like heroes. you. Yeah. It's... yeah. But it's, it's an honor to have made it through, you know, be on the line with President Trump there as he <laughs> gave me the Medal of Honor for being the first person to be coronavirus. A, a true honor. And it's, it's good to be back on the pod. No place I'd rather be. Thank you, Max. That was that, beautiful. That was beautiful. And um, we're glad you are feeling better. We are glad you're feeling better. Yeah. I mean, just... Yeah. And um, somehow, we live with you, but we did not get it. We did not get Unreal, it yet. Unreal, right? Yeah. Yet. We could have it. Maybe no symptoms yet. Exactly. Uh, no. We have Carl in the building, too. Carl, can you say what's up? What's up, fam? <laughs> Thanks, Love Carl. That. Thanks, Carl. Uh, so now, I think it's only right we call in the guest, a.k.a. the logo. We'll reveal him shortly. Let's, let's give him a call. All right, Matt, we got the logo on the phone. I guess we should reveal who the logo is, the man, the myth, the legend behind the logo, Sam the Man Rubenstein, my brother. Sam, say what's up to the pod. What's up, pod? Thanks for having me on, guys. I've been a fan since the beginning, and um, you know, I'm really excited to be on. Means a lot, Sam. And you're ready to talk number two. Man, number two. When I hear number two, all I think is, Derek Jeter. Uh, we love that. Derek. We love that. That's for sure. And uh, you know, we got some fun content about Jeter, the captain. Respect, respect coronavirus. Respect the pod. Maddie just cracked open the beer, so we're flowing. Miller number one. Here we go. <laughs> every 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 episode we get on, we have to crack one more beer. Love sipping. Mm. 
All right. Uh, Sam, from my understanding, you have a trivia question for us, for us Jersey heads here on the Zero Two Hundred pod. Can you kick it off for that? Yeah, of course, guys. You know, in my research um, before coming on the show, in, in my preparation, I came across a lot of interesting facts involving jerseys and involving jersey number two. And mm. um, who better to ask this trivia question than the two leaders of the pod, Nate and The Rock, um, on the Zero to One Hundred podcast? So I'm going to get right into it. We'll see. We'll see how much you guys really know about this. And I'm going to tell you, it's a tough question. Oh God! I'd be really impressed. I'd be really impressed if you guys got it. Um, but either way you get it or you don't, I think it's, you know, some interesting information for your listeners. Um, so here it is. In the 2019 MLB season, the jersey number two was the second most worn jersey in the league with 29 total players. Which jersey number was the first? Ooh. So this is going to – everyone's involved in the room here. Uh, we got, as, as you know, we got Max Hart, the producer on the ones and twos here, and Carl in the room, as you know, a baseball fan. Matt, I'm going to let you kick it off and see if you know the answer – if you want to guess the answer first. Um, this is tough, man. I'm thinking right now. You want to guess? <laughs> yeah, I don't sure. know. I'm going to guess – I'm going to guess I, 21. That's actually don't, a really don't, good Don't say it's that don't is say a it really is. good I was going to go with a single digit. Okay. Maybe double digits. Well, all four of us are going to answer. So I got 21. Okay. Matt, what do you got? I'm going to do... Nine. Nine? Oh, yeah, the Rock's yeah. number. I don't think that was a good yes. <laughs> I think it's single digit. I think it's a single... Eh, maybe. Okay, nine. so Matt's in, locked we in. Could, for, we all could have guessed which number the Rock was going to pick. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> we knew, that's we for knew. true. Uh, Max, what do we got? Now, I, does everyone not wear 42 for one game? Uh, true. I love, it. I love the train of thought. So, I, I think that would be every baseball player. Correct? That's a great point, but I, I don't think ultimately where I got these numbers from with baseball reference, I don't think that they're taking that into account. But technically... Technically, that would be the right answer, but not not in this situation. Okay. Okay. So what's your guess? So <laughs> I was gonna guess eight. eight. You know, that was my second so guess. So got eight, Ooh, well, nine, nine, twenty-one. Nine and Carl, <laughs> Carl's the last one to guess. Yeah, he's gonna make himself closer to the mic. Here I'm comes. thinking a little bit higher. Really? Um, like I'm thinking pitchers. There's a lot of pitchers, so something. I'm going to go 45. 45 is on the board. So we got 21, 9, I don't like my guess anymore, I'm be honest. And 45. Sam, what's the answer? You know, Carl. Carl's train of thought was right on it. Uh, he was off by a little bit. The number was number 36 was more by, thir- more by 30 players this year. 36? Uh, 36. A lot of relief pitchers, including Mark Melanson from the Braves. There's Clay Buckles, obviously started for the Blue Jays. Former Yankee and, and current Red Sox, Eduardo Nunez, of course, mm. with number 36. Um, 30 players. It was the most in the league. Wow. Wow. Um, that's interesting. That's a great fact to kick this pot off with. Um, yeah. Now, while we're on the topic of baseball, I think before we dive into any other sports, I think that it's only right to kick it off with Jeter's the, the people that Jeter has hooked up with slash dated throughout his career. We have a list here, Sam. We have a list wow. of all the women. Well, the 
the main women that uh, Jeter has been with throughout his baseball career. But first, I think we should talk about um, Jeter's little ritual that he used to do whenever he brought women home. Matt, can we can we talk about this real quick? Yeah, for sure. Um, Derek Jeter, a player, massive player on and off the field. Um, but yeah, so to get into his little ritual, he would take a girl home to his uh, place. Um, and then the next morning, you know, they would do whatever they needed to do. And then the next morning she would leave and basically he would give them a basket or a little goodie basket of autographed Derek Jeter swag. So autographed balls, autographed pretty much anything. And it would be in the car waiting for them as they're leaving. So they'd get out, I guess Derek Jeter has a driver or whatever. They'd get in the car and boom, there's their little goodie basket of Derek Jeter autographed swag and then they're on their way. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I <laughs> want a, I want a goddamn goodie basket. I mean, does this did this guy have a closet full of goodie baskets just ready to hand them out? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, probably. he could probably he probably went series with with different with different goodie baskets that they hand out. And then I mean, what if he had the same girl twice? Then, then what if he, and, for, and, he, and he, just, he forgets? Then you just got two. Now he's giving the same balls, <laughs> same man. gift boxes to the to the same people. Um, unbelievable. Anyways, uh, we had to talk about Jeter a little bit. There's some other baseball players we'll touch down the road. Sam, I know that in the football world, two's a weird number. Football, you're talking about a QB, a natural QB number, and also a special teams number. But let's talk about the quarterbacks yeah yeah so you know in, in my research preparing for this podcast um like you said you, you come across you come across a lot of quarterbacks a lot of kickers a lot of punters um and you, know, you can you can you can talk all day about the guys who have worn number two over the past 7500 years um yeah but you know i want to talk about five guys and um this this one category is something that um, really came to light over my research. But number two in the NFL is a lot of the time worn by a big time NFL bust, a guy who was a really really good college football player mm. and then went to the NFL and had a god awful career. <laughs> okay, so let's let's drop some names. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go number. I'm gonna go start at number five and work my way down to number one. So number five on my list. Uh, you remember Jimmy Clausen's name? Jimmy oh yeah, Cla- Jimmy Clausen. I, I don't, but Matt sure does. Yeah, so he Jimmy wore number seven at Notre Dame. Yes, Notre but Dame. But he wore man. number he wore number two in the NFL for the Panthers, and he uh, he was big horrible. time big time recruit out of high school, um, and even at even out of Notre Dame after a, a stellar career, he was projected to be a, a top ten pick. Um, and I quote from 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 the uh, the interwebs. Um, surprisingly, however. Jimmy Clausen was not selected in the first round of the draft. He was selected by the Panthers in the 16th pick of the second round. Analysts attributed his slide to his cocky demeanor and persnickety smirkness. Persnickety, I love that persnickety? word. Persnickety? What an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Clausen, Clausen played for the Panthers, Bears, and Ravens only four seasons and played 22 games. So that's number five on my list. Number four is a guy who I actually, I, I, I've owned his jersey in the past. Um, and it was a frequent uniform that I'd wear in, in two and touch football games. Um, Chris Sims, Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, Chris Sims, son of legendary Phil Sims. That's right. That's right. Uh, son of legendary Super Bowl champion Phil Sims. Uh, 
He's also the older he's also the older brother of Matt Sims, who is the backup quarterback to the Atlanta Falcons currently. I mean, we've never had. I mean, we, we're only we're, we're only three episodes into this podcast series, and I don't think we've had as much knowledge as we had through ten minutes of the podcast. I have learned so much. Yeah, and Matt, actually, uh, interesting fact for you. I know you're a Jersey guy. You know, I lived in Jersey for a year and a half. Yes. Chris Sims, graduate of Ramapo High School, grew up in Franklin Lake, New Jersey. Oh no shit. Yeah. Um, Jersey guy, you know, love Jersey guy. Here's, here's a tremendous, here's a tremendous Chris Sims story that I think everyone's gonna laugh at, and hopefully the listeners will too. So Sims sp- spent his freshman year as the backup quarterback to a guy named Major Apple White. Major Apple White. Wow. Um, Sims, Sims saw limited playing time until the end of the season. Going into the Texas A&M game, Texas, who we played for, was ranked number five in the country. Right before the game, though, Apple White <laughs> got an intestinal virus that kept him up. Corona. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry. He, got this, he got this virus that kept him up all night. Um, so... Chris Sims ended up starting the game. Um, and in this big game, Sims in the first half, they're up 16 to 6 at halftime. Started the second half with struggling a little bit. So, <laughs> coach decided to put Apple White Oh, God. And what happened to Apple with White? The, with the virus. And you know what happened? Apple White ended up losing the lead, and he fumbled in the last possession, and Texas lost. So, Chris oh, Sims is sitting there. Gosh. Chris Sims is sitting there. And uh, they put Major Applewood in with his t- with his virus. God damn it, Major! They put a sickly dude in over a perfectly healthy dude. Unreal. Yeah, unreal. Mac Brown. Um, <laughs> all right. So number three now is a guy who is infamous for being one of the many Browns quarterbacks who didn't work out. Tim Couch. Tim Couch. That name sounds familiar. But... Yes, Couch. Yeah. So Tim Couch is a little bit before my time. I never actually saw him play. But um, he was the first overall pick in the 1999 NFL Draft, first-team All-American, SEC Player of the Year, Heisman finalist at University of Kentucky, even left early after his junior season. Um, and he, he ended up only playing five seasons for the Browns, Packers, Jaguars, only a total of 62 games. Um, one of the biggest, one of the bigger busts in, uh, in NFL history. He wore, he wore number two. Um, now to my final two, 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 that are, uh, two names that are – pretty uh they're popular names and, and um i'm not going to say this is guy's full name i'm just going to say his nickname and i think you guys are going to know who it is uh-oh johnny football oh, oh how did we forget i didn't even remember that johnny number two. football unreal johnny draft day johnny, johnny manzel number two um obviously a tremendous career at texas a&m if anyone wants to watch a highlight tape i would suggest watching his freshman year highlight tape when he won the heisman Tremendous he video. Um, so he won the he won the Heisman as a freshman, first team All American. Uh, he was a twenty second overall pick in the 2014 draft. Um, by the who? And, and Cleveland. We all, by the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Cleveland Browns. How yeah. many bad so picks we have they know had? How that, we all know how that worked out. So, um, but actually, most recently, um, you could have seen Johnny, little Johnny boy, as the starting quarterback for the Memphis Express mm. in the. Uh, and the Alliance of American Football, which has unfortunately been shut down, uh, and they couldn't even finish. R.I.P. So, yeah. So um, that's that's Johnny Football for you. Number two. Um, number one. Number number one on my list. Before I get into it, I want I just want to take a guess. Who, who, does anyone have any idea who number one's going to be? Carl knows. Demarcus Russell. He guesses. Carl, you're a smart, 
Carl, you're a smart man, man. You're a oh smart my man. gosh, this guy's a master. Jamarcus Russell. I heard Jamarcus Russell never showed up to like film. He never. He, he barely went to practice. Didn't the guy he gain was lazy. Like four, didn't he gain That's like a hundred pounds? That's a yeah. big old Talk boy. Man who didn't stop so eating. Jamarcus I guess Russell, for a little bit. Jamarcus Russell, six six, two sixty, playing quarterback behind center, looking like a lineman. Um, <laughs> he was huge. No, he actually lead. gained like an, an, an abnormal. Like he yeah, was. Yeah, he was. He was too good. Yeah, he was looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was uh, he was eaten. Um, so, <laughs> sort of so like Big Ben. Out of college, cool. out of his, out of college, his tremendous career at LSU. He was the MVP of the 2007 Sugar Bowl in a big time win over Notre Dame. He won the Manning Award in 2006. Um, he was the first overall pick in the 2007 draft by the Oakland Raiders. Um, and, and you know, ultimately, he. Uh, is known as the biggest draft bust in NFL history. Only played three seasons, 31 games. Um, and two two funny stories about our, our, our guy, Demarcus. Um, Nathan, as you, as you mentioned, with, with um, his lack of work ethic and uh, preparation, um, there's a story actually told that he was in the Raiders. Coaches, you know, they were on to Demarcus, and, and they didn't think that he was actually watching film. So what they did is they, uh, <laughs> they gave Mr. Russell uh, blank cassettes and uh, next day of film, Coach asked, like, hey, Jamarcus, what do you think of the film? And he, he proceeded to say that he watched all the blitz packages on the tape that they gave him. Meanwhile, the tapes are blank. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, that's funny, Jamarcus, because uh, that shit has nothing on it. <laughs> now, one last fact about our number one on this list of, of quarterback busts who wore number two is, uh, you know, Jamarcus played 2007, 2008, 2009 in the NFL. Um, he's, he's tried to make two different comebacks um, since that time. So in, in 2013, he got back down to his playing weight, tried making a comeback, had a couple of different tryouts, didn't work out. Um, and then three years later, in 2016, um, he, he, he did the unique style of writing a letter to all 32 NFL teams <laughs> asking for a tryout and pledging to play one year for free. Um, wow. And no, no team responded. <laughs> <laughs> he offered free service, and no one, not one, responded. We don't play for no, free. no, no. Oh my god! Oh, wow, that that's a great list. That's a great list, and I know the listeners will enjoy that. Oh, and Sam, major, before major, major Apple White. <laughs> <laughs> and logo, logo. Before you go, before you leave the pod, um, we ask all the guests that come on here, why. What was your jersey number when you played sports, and why did you wear it? Yeah, um, you know, jersey numbers have always been interesting to me. Um, as a player growing up, I played a bunch of different sports all throughout high school. Um, and, you know, it never held as much of an importance to me as it did for other people. So I would actually, I took pride in switching numbers and um, really being all over the place. I probably wore up to 15 to 20 different jersey numbers. Um, throughout my playing career. I'll, I'll give you three, though. I'll give you three that I wore um, up through senior year. So in football, uh, I wore number seven. And I, I picked number seven because up to that point, I never wore a single-digit jersey. And I just wanted you know, I just wanted that feeling of what it was like to wear a single-digit jersey. <laughs> and how did it feel? Uh, it was incredible, man. It was incredible. <laughs> I had a, a below-average career, and uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, that's that's uh, um, football. Basketball, basketball, the second sport that I played in high school. Um, I wore number ten, and uh, as people who really understand jersey numbers, especially at that level, 
is you're only given a certain amount of jerseys in terms of different sizes and numbers. Um, so I picked number 10 because that was the smallest jersey I can go where I can look super strong when I wore my jersey in the court. <laughs> you looked ripped. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, and then lastly, uh, baseball, I wore, um, as random as it sounds, I wore number 29. And mm. uh, ultimately the reason I picked 29 is because when I was picking jerseys for the birthday team junior year, um, I was a no one. I, I didn't prove my – I was no one on the team, no one in the program, and I was one of the last ones that got the chance to choose the jersey. So when I walked into the room, there were only a few jerseys left, and 29 was one of them, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to choose 29, and I'm going to make it my own number, and I'm going to um, leave the jersey uh, better than I found it. Wow. You owned that number. That's, you did. That's, that's, that, that hits hard. Um. So those are my three numbers. I actually I ended up wearing I wore twenty nine when I played club ball in college, um, and it's a obviously a very random number, but it, it it's dear to my heart. Love that, love that. <laughs> well, the logo, Sam. Thanks for joining the Zero to One Hundred podcast. We're gonna have to have you on again soon. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, fun. Sam. All right, deuces, peace. Wow, what a great for first real guest. Uh, of the pod because I mean Max is a regular he's, he's a producer so we can't yeah, call him a he's guest. not a guest he's not yeah. a guest he, yeah. he he's always here I mean he wasn't here the last one because of his corona but yeah I mean you live and you learn but he's back he's back he's back better than ever so now it's time to jump into NBA who should, we, who should we talk about first uh, I think we should talk about Moses Malone Moses Malone. You mean the most valuable player on the one of the greatest teams in sports history, the 1983-76er? Trust the process. Uh, Malone holds the honor of being the last ABA alumnus to play in the NBA. Huh, I didn't know that. His 21 professional seasons surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record for the longest term of service in professional basketball. I mean, Moses Malone. One of the best players s- ever. Let me just jump in there. One of the best players of all time. Of right? all time? Right. Yeah, I would say, I would say oh, so. What do you mean? Uh, yes. <laughs> and One of also, the best players of all time. Um, obviously, 76er for some of his career. Best sixer of all time? Makes an argument. That is so tough, dude. I mean, maybe. But there are so many good uh, Sixers. So I mean, there's two that we're going to talk about soon in upcoming episodes. One being the Doctor, Doctor J, and then also Dr. AI. Was an AI. The answer. Yeah. So and uh, but it's tough. I I don't know what I'd say to be honest. I mean, I might be a little biased, but I don't know right now. But let me get uh, into his nicknames a little bit. Yeah. I, I, just, I mean, we always I just, do. I we like always it. do. Moses Malone, chairman of the boards. <laughs> How good is that? Chairman got, of the dude, boards. Dude, got boards. Love that. I love. I mean, love good rebounders. Um, <laughs> You're a good rebounder. Thank you. And <laughs> and Big Mo. Big Mo. That's a classic. So Big Mo. Solid. Both solid nicknames. But I just wanted to touch on that. Um, Great player, like that's a great. That's a great NBA guy to start off with. And how about so, the the, the best current player to wear it? Kawhi the Claw Leonard. That's his name nickname, right? Yes, the claw. sir. The Claw. I mean, one thing that really stands out about Kawhi is not only he's one of the best players in the league. Is he the best player in the league? Actually, I've, I I want I don't know. I think he's when I think he's top three in the league. 
top three. Okay, we won't. But I think you could kind of flip and flop. I think who's number one? Flip and flop. Um. Yeah, but the cool thing about Kawhi is that he. I mean, I don't know if he's changed it since since he's won the NBA championship in Toronto. But last I saw, he was still driving the same car he had in high school. I mean, this guy is just so. He just he doesn't (laughs) say anything. He doesn't care. All he wants to do is play basketball and win. That's it. I mean, hey, I mean, he even said to the media one time, quote, I'm just a low-key guy. I mean, yeah, I can't say it better than that. He is very low-key. <laughs> Super low-key. And he's a fun guy for sure. Fun guy. Remember that? Fun guy. And what, what's the other quote he says? He has another quote. Um, it was one of his, like, slogan. Oh, yeah, board man gets paid. It's kind the of board like his man slogan. gets paid. Board man gets paid. I, I love that. Be honest. Who, that's one of my favorites. Who, what, where, Kawhi. That's 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 pretty much how it goes. That's another one, yeah. Um, Kyrie Irving. Thoughts on Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving. What a oh whiny baby. He. Okay, first. What off, a little great baby. Player. Great player, but yeah, I mean. He's I could hear be, him crying from Brooklyn. It's just one place. He's in one one place one day. He's like, oh, I love it here. The next day, he's like, I don't like this. I want to leave. It's like, dude, make up your fucking mind. <laughs> what are you saying? One day the earth is flat. And the next day, oh, I'm just trolling, dude. <laughs> what is like? What is wrong with this guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, and but I mean, no, he's still. He's like, it's like, oh, but he's really good at basketball. So he's insanely know? good at basketball. And one one special one. I know of a lot of. Cleveland Cavs followers out there just from my time at Ohio State, so I know they're gonna listen to this. But one of their one of his greatest moments in sports is that shot he hit in the NBA Finals. Uh, wow, over Steph Curry. Yeah, the Warriors. Monumental. I know a bunch of people who have that poster and uh, that that picture of that shot, and that was, that was a huge moment. Huge moment. Biggest shot of his career by far. Right. Do you think that if everything goes well in Brooklyn, Kevin Durant gets? Well, I mean, he now has the coronavirus while we're Good recording luck, here too, <laughs> and <laughs> and um, Kyrie is healthy, and and all their other pieces are healthy. You think that they're actually NBA Finals contenders? Uh, Kyrie healthy, Kevin Durant healthy. No, I don't know. I don't. They're content. Okay, they're. I don't think they're gonna get there. They could contend. I don't think they're gonna make it though. Mm. Second best team in New York. <laughs> Second best team I, in New York. That's, that's right. Point. Go Knicks. Go the, Knicks. The thing is, Kevin Durant is so good mm-hmm. that he's just an X factor. I mean, he's just huge X. I mean, even with Kyrie playing this year, in the moments they played, the, the Nets haven't been that great. that good. Right. So hopefully, Kevin Durant. But I think that you know what, they might need another guy. They might. They might. Is a thing. So. But. This isn't a Nets podcast. This is a Jersey number podcast. Not we gotta close. Not even close. Yeah. We never, we never dedicate time to the Nets. Uh, never. Just wouldn't do that. Uh, we're gonna continue on. Um, let's see some other NBA guys. Another big one. I mean, role player, Huge. but Derek Fisher. I don't have any stats pulled up on him, but he's just number two that you got to bring up because of the championships he's won alongside Kobe, and he did his role to a T. Just the guy brought the ball up, ran the play. Spotted up if Kobe needed somebody, hit a three. The lefty, um, from what I remember, very consistent. Just yeah, like you said, overall good player and a good in, in the biggest moments. I'd say that's right, that's right. And where did he? Uh, this is a good, this is a good uh, trivia for everybody in the room. Where did Derek Fisher go to college? I know that he went to somewhere very small. Oh, I know, I just found it. Don't look it up. 
I'm not going to say. I just looked it up. Oh, okay. And he, <laughs> well, Matt just looked it up, so he is disqualified himself from answering yes. this. Sorry, I, I was looking up something else. My bad, Pod. Give me, give me the conference. The conference? I don't even know the conference. I don't even yeah. know the conference. Um, oof, this is tough. Actually, you should know. <laughs> because of your video game experience. Oh. It's not Troy, but... UMass. No. Maybe I'm completely wrong here, but University of Arkansas Little Rock. Do they play Troy? No. Ah, they, I mean, it, it's, it's listed next to Troy. I'm wrong again. <laughs> it's all right, though. We move on. We digress. Um, I think that those are the main guys in the NBA. Make sure we didn't miss anybody. There, there's a couple more. He was born in Little Rock, too. No shit. Oh, I, I'm missing a ton of good NBA guys. I'm sorry. Lonzo Ball. Never lost. Never lost. Great um, family. Alec, love the antics. Love the antics. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mitch Richmond uh, played for Kansas State, Sacramento Kings. They retired his jersey number. Um, Any fun facts on him? Or just, eh. He was a member of the so-called Run TMC trio in Golden State alongside okay. Tim Hardaway. It's kind of cool. Solid. Um, but that's, that's all uh, I got there. Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson's a pretty. Uh, Iso one Joe. The, Iso, Iso Joe. Joe. One of the best one. Here's a fun fact about Joe Johnson. Ever. Ranked tenth all time in three pointers made list. Would you think that he was that high? He's tenth ever. All time. No way. That's what I have here. Per hopefully it's a good per Heat Nation. He's on the Heat now, right? What finishing off his career? All right. Let me just jump into some. Iso Joe nicknames here. Joe Cool, Big <laughs> Shot Joe, and then this last one I really love. Armadillo Cowboy. Where did that come from, mate? Armadillo Cowboy? Does it say? I have no... No, it does not say. What is That's that definitely the leader. I mean, is there a better nickname that we've talked about yet? Oh, yes, sir. The Big Sleeve. <laughs> that's true. You know, team the Big Sleeve. I don't think that's ever going to be dethroned. No, the Big Sleeve is quite quite incredible. I would do my Yao Ming impersonation, but it's gotten some heat as of late. Yeah, yeah, we won't From go the public. There. We won't go there. Uh, I'm not making any comments on that. Um, <laughs> Alex English. Another older, another older NBA guy. Yes. Um, fun fact about him: he's a poet. He's published several poetry books. Average twenty-five points plus, four plus rebounds, four plus assists, eight seasons in a row. So he's no joke of a player. I pulled up his nickname here: the Shell Silverstein of the NBA. It says. <laughs> well, that would explain. No, I am just kidding. I made that up. Oh wow, that was, that was good. <laughs> that on would the spot. be good, right? That would be great. Shell Silverstein of the NBA. <laughs> a long nickname, but very fitting. Yeah. Um. Should we jump back into baseball? I think we should jump back into Jeter. Let's go to him. So best number. Uh, I won't say it. But what? Nothing. Go. Now starting at shortstop, number two, Derek Jeter. Respect Jeter. The Jordan slogan: Respect with the two in it. Respect coronavirus. Respect the pod. Respect zero to hundred. We can preach that all day here. Um, I mean, Jeter hits hits home for me. Big Jeter fan growing up. Oh yeah, one of the most clutch players. Maybe one of the, mo- the most emo, clutch. One the of the emo. most clutch athletes. Is that too st- far of a stretch? No. Okay. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not bad against it then. One of the most clutch athletes of all time. I don't have his numbers pulled up in front of me, but I know that his postseason numbers are much more impressive than his all-time like regular season numbers. I mean, he even got the nickname Mr. November because the clock struck midnight. On November, when he had uh, 
the miraculous performance at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. So, I mean, Derek Jeter, you want you want anything else to say about Derek Jeter before diving into the other Jeter's MLB guys? Arguably, what the best shortstop of all time, right? Yeah. I don't know who. Well, well, we talked about Ozzy Smith last time. You said by defensive, far Defen- defensive. Yeah, true. I said, but this and this, like of all, like overall, maybe him or um, his name escapes me, but that old timer, Honus Wagner. Yes. Um, and I one, mean, there's obviously some other good ones, but. One funny thing about Jeter, um, uh, told from the lens of Jorge Posada, former Yankee catcher. We'll probably talk to him around episode number 20. But Posada told a story in his biography about when he was coming up through the minor leagues. He was originally supposed to be a shortstop. Shortstop out of Puerto Rico. Yankees had him in the system. And when he got up to double A, I think he said, it was either single A or double A, the, they, call, they call him into the office and they said, Jorge, uh, listen. We're gonna have to have you start playing another position. You do you mind looking at catcher? And he's like, "Well, well, coach, why? I mean, I was a, I've been a shortstop my whole life. I'm I'm training to be a shortstop for the New York Yankees. Well, we got this guy. <laughs> his name's Derek Jeter. He's go, he's gonna be our shortstop. I think they made the right move. You know, uh, and Jorge Posada ended up being a really great and catcher. Yeah, he he was a great catcher. So um, that's kind of a cool story. Best of both worlds there. Yeah. And that, isn't that happened to A Rod? Didn't they have to move A? I thought A Rod. Well, they moved A Rod for when, because when of Jeter he when he came in. back to the Yankees. I mean, A Rod was a shortstop his whole career. Yeah, as well. exactly. But he ended up being a third baseman for the Yankees for the Bronx Bombers. So the other baseball players we could run through real quickly before we move on to any other sports. Um, Troy Tulowitzki. Tulo. Also, one number two also played shortstop. And I know, I mean, we were talking about this with Carl earlier, is that shortstops just in general are influenced heavily by Jeter, so they wear number two. Oh, that's a really good, that's a really good thought. Yeah, never really thinking so, that. So, um, I know, I think Johnny Peralta wore number two for the Indians. Can't confirm that. And then, how about our man over in Boston? Bregman wears two, right? Xander Bogarts rocks number two. So, um, there's another guy. And then, uh, one guy who used to wear number two. For the Marlins, back when the Marlins were thriving as the Florida Marlins, <laughs> yes. Hanley Ramirez, another great player. Yeah, really good. Uh, we talked about all the NFL busts, but we didn't talk about Matty Ryan. Poor or Matty other Ryan. Somewhat good players. I yeah, guess, right? David Akers. I mean, there's yeah. a couple names that come to mind, but Matty Ryan's probably the the, the top guy that comes to right mind now, just because he's yeah. a quarterback. Um, went to the Super Bowl with the Falcons. Unfortunately, blew. What a choke! Let's get uh, into that a little bit. Yeah, let's please let's dive oh, in. It was twenty-eight to three. And the crazy thing is that Correct. the majority of America was pretty happy at the time, just because you know, Patri- I mean, the Patriots were running the league and, uh, like, and the always Falcons winning. Are gonna do it? And we're gonna Fine. do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. And um, wow, were How we did wrong? You come back from that. What was the score again? Twenty-eight. It was twenty-eight to three in like the third quarter, I think. Yeah. No, beginning of the fr- second half. Minute and a half left in the third. That's insane. That tributes to you know Thomas Brady. That's just uh, that's who, a choke. That is the biggest choke of all time. Famous Tampa Bay Buccaneer Thomas Brady. Oh yeah, true. He might be a Buccaneer by the time he this is, pod's episode is. is it definite. Well, it's he's the update was he will sign with the Buccaneers tomorrow. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, like it's happening. I guess it just pen hasn't touched paper yet. I guess. Mm. We'll see if he wears number two. Uh, but uh, Matt Ryan kind of wraps up NFL. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Max, we're going to need your help 
with some soccer guys here. I got a list here, and maybe you can give a little bit of a reaction. Because we love soccer here. We love football. We love soccer. We got a couple guys here. First, Gary Neville. Can we talk about Gary Neville? Do you know anything Anything about Gary Neville? Legend at Manchester United. Played there for a number of years and has been heavily involved in the media and coaching staff, if I'm not mistaken, since then. For Manchester United. For Manchester United, if I'm not mistaken. Interesting. Interesting. So, uh, I mean, had to bring him up. And then the other one that immediately comes up, uh, Premier League specifically, Clint Dempsey. First U.S. player to score a hat trick in a Premier League game during full is it Fulham's Fulham is that how you pronounce it Fulham Fulham's five two route over Newcastle last oh, week. I, he's good, man. He's a good. Job. So he currently plays, Clint Dempsey. Yeah, uh, he he's transferred leagues a lot. I thought he's an older dude. Is he not? Maybe I'm thinking he's young. I thought he was. No, he he's old. He played in a oh. number of World Cups. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was like, oh shit, he must 30, be getting 37. up there. Thirty-seven. Thirty, yeah. Fold it up. Older. Clint. Yeah, put the cleat. Hang the cleats. Hang the cleats up. Nah, keep going as long as you keep can. going as long as you're healthy. <laughs> um, another guy, Brazilian men's soccer player. Shouts to Brazil, Cafu, uh, most capped Brazilian men's soccer player of all time with 142 appearances, cool. including 21 World Cups. He has uh, won two World Cups in 1994 and 2002, as well as being the only player to participate in the World Cup final matches. Um, I mean, I think he beats the Moroccan magician in caps. Uh, that, that's Blows the, him out of the water, Blows Nate. him out of the water, 142. Not even close, Nate. Holy cow. Cafu, good for you. <laughs> uh, another Brazilian guy we got on here, Thiago Silva. Thiago. Thiago. He's not Italian. Luigi. Thiago. 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 <laughs> oh, man. We love that shit. Um, full name. Thiago Emiliano da Silva. He was born on September 22nd, 1984 in Rio Rio de Janeiro, as my girlfriend's been teaching me Portuguese. With AC Milan, he was instrumental in leading the team to their first Serie A title in seven years, scoring a last-minute goal against Barcelona to even the score at 2-2, his first goal in European competition. He has been recognized as a complete defender by his peers and critics. He has been described as a consistent defender without any flaws and someone who can lead defense. Yeah, this guy's a beast. I mean, I've... You know, I mean, his name's Thiago. That's an elite name for sure. His sons, um, his sons, he named his sons Isago and Iago. <laughs> I mean, it's the Ago at the end. It's, it's gotta have the Iago. What's the wife's name? Should I be Matago. <laughs> Matago. Matiago. Matt the Rock Matago Cunning Slam Cunningham. That's the nickname for the Rock. Love it. Ugh. Okay. Uh, well, before we finish up here, we haven't talked about once. Oh, well, there's a couple more things to talk about. We're running long here, but hockey. Love hockey. Let's pull up our list for hockey. You know, Nate, I went to a Caps game the other day. Oh. DC. What it was up? a good-ass time, man. I haven't go- seen a lot of hockey uh, yeah. games, but... You enjoyed hockey. I enjoyed it a lot. Where were you sitting? Uh, second level, almost center ice. So you weren't smacking the wall? No, it was perfect, dude. It was at, no. But being able to see everything, almost, I think being too close would be a disadvantage. You could always see the puck. It was just really easy to follow. Mm. Okay. That's cool. I haven't been I'm to trying a, to I go. Been. We got, I haven't been in a while. Saying, Let's really bring fun. the pod there and do a mobile pod. Okay. Um, we could just talk hockey for 40 minutes. 
Um, that would go real well. Yeah. Um, the one guy that first comes up for number two, a New York Ranger. Shouts to the Rangers. He also played for Toronto, the Maple Leafs. Um, this description says this. It's impossible to have a conversation about the best American-born NHL player in the history without mentioning Brian Leach. He's still the only American to win the Conn Smith Trophy as a playoff MVP, won the Norris Trophy twice, is one of the only eight defensemen to reach 1,000 points in his career, and one of just four to score 100 points in a season and 1,000 in his career. I mean, Brian Leach, you are a lead. Congrats, my friend. You're mentioned on the 0200 podcast. Good shit, Brian. Good shit. Um, a couple other people that come up. Uh, I mentioned this on the Twitter feed the other day. Al McGinnis. Uh, Al McGinnis was known for his slap shot, I heard. Most feared slap shot. Oof. You don't want to be in the goal. Get out of the way. Are we, am I, am I right there? Are we, are we mixing it up with somebody that was number one? I'm gonna, I swear I'm going to get mixed up with some of these hockey players. Pretty sure it was him. No, this is him. Anyway, okay. Good. Uh, McGinnis entered the NHL known mostly uh, as the owner of the hockey's most feared slap shot. Oh, yeah, there it is. Because he became a lot more winning the Norris Trophy, the Conn Smith Trophy in 1989, and making the first All-Star team four times. The last one just before his 40th birthday. He played pretty long, 40, 40 years old in the league. His third Hockey time. players can go pretty long, I feel like. Yeah, comparatively. Yeah. His third all-time among defensemen in 1,274 points, along with Leach, and is one of four defensemen with 1,000 career points in a 100-point season. There's some other names on here. I think those are the main two. Uh, yeah. I mean, we can mention the name Eddie Shore. We're number two with Boston. All my Boston fans out there are going to hate me for not going deep on him. Doug Harvey, number two with Montreal, New York Rangers, and St. Louis. And oh, good, God Vyach- help me. Vyacheslav Vetis- Fetisov, right? I'm assuming he's Vyacheslav Russian. Vyacheslav he Fetisov. Is. Um, he was part of the famed Russian Five, too. So that's hockey. Stud. Um one more sport. We talked about it last time. We're going to do it again. Yes, NASCAR. Say it. NASCAR. Oh, vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. You know, I just love when those cars whiz by around the track, dude. Do it again. Can't get enough. Vroom, vroom. One more time. Vroom, vroom. One more time just for the fans. Vroom, vroom. Thank you, Rock. Thank you, Rock. Can't get enough of that and then, shit. Uh, <laughs> and the number two... <laughs> The person who won number two in NASCAR, the the one that's pointed out by NASCAR.com, is Rusty Wallace. <laughs> Matt's gritting his teeth over there. I'm oh, looking at him. Rusty. <laughs> 1,924 premier starts with the number two. Uh, 95 wins. The analysis here is NASCAR Hall of Famer Wallace scored 37. How many? What is that all time? 95, yeah. I'm sorry. Or 95. 95. Um, NASCAR Hall of Famer Wallace scored 37 of his 55 career wins, driving with number two um, for team owner Roger Penske. Brad Keselowski, 29, in the deuce, are an impressive second best. Yeah, Brad Keselowski, he's, he's still going right now, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. That's, no, that one guy's retired. The first guy's retired. That's though, some right? vroom vroom knowledge right there. Love that. Well, is there anything else we should mention before we wrap up number two? Did we hit it all? I think, you know what, Nate? Probably not. But you know what? There's a lot of number twos out there. There is. And there's a lot of athletes. And please, if if we missed anybody that's near and dear to your heart, please let us know. I mean, now you have the opportunity to review, like, subscribe, follow on Spotify, soon-to-be Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter. Please fire up our DMs. Fire up our Twitter timeline. That's at, at 
the zero oh. to hundred pod. What? Sorry to interrupt, but maybe one guy since we're DC guys. Yeah. Oh, we touch on? this is true. John Wall. John Wall. We didn't do touch the, on him, right? Do the do the do the John. They, Wall. they got a song on him, bro. They I, do. I mean, talk about you know, she's a good point guard. <clears throat> Solid point guard. Washington Wizard for his uh, he's a whiz whole kid. Career. Kentucky. He he has a great high school tape. If you want to see one of the best hoop mixtapes ever, John go check Wall. out John Wall. I mean, he dominated high Fucking school. Fucking stud. Yeah. He it wasn't even fair. It was like he was a man amongst boys. <laughs> that's a that's, that's a great it. person to end it on. Yeah. So John Wall, like I said, be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe. Please leave us a review. Uh, soon to be Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at the zero to a hundred pod follow me for updates on instagram and twitter uh yep. it's at nate underscore rubenstein or at nate ruby 34 matt you want to plug your uh socials real quick um no you know i kind of forget what, the, <laughs> what that's the fine they'll see it and you know and underscore cunningham or something yeah and then matt i mean matt my name is matt cunningham so if you can just cunning slam <laughs> the rock all right yeah. thanks for tuning in and we'll be sure to catch you next time See ya. Deuces. Being on some chips. We go zero to a hundred real quick. They be on that rap to pay the bills. And now I'm fed it. Not even a little bit. Oh, Lord. Know yourself. Know your worth.